Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. This podcast is a place to learn about healing, transformation, potential, and radiant living. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but please just call me Rachel. Thank you so much for listening and to learn about true healing from the inside out. This episode is brought to you by the Rev with Rachel affiliate, Source Code Meditation, an online education and meditation practice for awakening your higher brain and expressing your most radiant, authentic self. Go to the show notes for the link to sign up for a free enlightening webinar with the creator, Dr. Michael Cotton. And I would love to stay connected with you. If you want updates about Rev with Rachel and living a Rev life, please go to drrachelw.com, enter your name and email address, and I will send you Rachel's nine happiness and healing essentials, which talks about some of my favorite healing tools. The link is in the show notes. And also please go to Facebook and like Rev Life with Reverend Dr. Rachel Wetstone for some great content and updates. Today's episode is called Nurtured by Nature with Betsy Kepke. Betsy Kepke, ambitious entrepreneur, wife, and mother of two, has accumulated a wealth of secrets and strategies for how to live with passion and purpose while at the same time maintaining balance in all areas of life. Her mission is to empower and inspire people to step into their greatness so that they can thrive rather than just survive. The roads that she has traveled have included a brief stint in Hollywood, living in the woods of Virginia with a group of teenage girls, hiking the Appalachian Trail, studying in London, and trekking through Southeast Asia. Her committed practice to yoga and meditation, as well as her lifelong study of psychology, anthropology, astronomy, world religions, mythology, education, and philosophy have led Betsy to understand that we truly are living in an East meets West world. Ancient wisdom combined with modern scientific research point to one common understanding. The human mind and psyche are the underlying forces behind who we are, how we feel, and how we behave. Welcome to the show, Betsy. It's awesome to have you here. Thank you, Rachel. It's great to be here. Yeah, it was such an honor and privilege to get to hear you speak at the Women's Business Bridge in Stillwater in Minnesota um, a couple weeks ago. So thank you for that. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Yeah, I just I loved hearing about your healing journey and how you're helping people now. And, you know, so much of what you were speaking to are things that I have, I'm really passionate about too. And so I'm happy to share this all with our listeners today. Awesome. Yeah. So why don't you start by telling a little bit about your own story and your own kind of healing and transformation and how, how you got to this place where you are now, you know, inspired and passionate about helping others. Sure, absolutely. So it was about five years ago, 20, 2013, where um, things kind of came to a boiling point in my life. Uh, and what woke me up in terms of my um, just necessity to heal really was my body. My body was screaming at me, mm. um, sending me like a, like siren, you know, red alert messages with pain. 
um, that I needed to pay attention inside now is the new acronym I associate with pain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I have been in chronic pain. I had been at that time for about 17 years. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And after, you know, I had tried all these different modalities, um, more traditional modalities, you know, PT and um, some chiropractic and um, icing and heat and physical therapy and massage. And I still was, was having that chronic pain experience. And ultimately they did an MRI and they found that there was nothing physically wrong with me. Um, nothing anyway that would be causing that widespread and, and long-term of pain. Mm. So uh, what I found was I um, was referred to a chronic pain rehab counselor. I didn't even know they existed. But what he described to me was that the pain that I was experiencing was um, emotional and relational. And it stemmed from you know the patterns that I had been running since childhood in terms of my relationships and um, just my own emotions. Mm-hmm. And he literally taught me, like gave me the skills to use my mind to rewire my nervous system. So focusing on what I thought about, focusing on what felt good, focusing on what I desired, where I wanted to go, rather than focusing and putting um, so much energy and behaviors. I mean, I was walking around with this green hook and constantly like rubbing the knots um, out of my back and my neck. Yeah. And, you know, like walking around with an ice thing all the time and a heating pad. And it was like really um, moving me into focusing on the areas of my body, the areas of my life that felt good. Mm-hmm. And um, to the point, it, it took a lot of conditioning and a lot of, you know, just repetition where I'm no longer in chronic pain I um I still get you know bouts of pain but I would say they're more you know kind of what people experience normally Mm -hmm. and so it was kind of my first um aha like kind of like wow this feels like a miracle like I I never thought I would be out of pain Um, Oh, wow. But you're young. So what age were you kind of starting this healing journey? So this was in my like mid 30s. I'll be 40 in August. So and this was 2013. So about five years ago. Uh Uh, And it was after I'd had my two children. So I I know, you know, the the breastfeeding, the holding the babies, like, all of that took an additional toll on my body. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I was working part-time um, and we had what really kind of cracked me open and really set me on my healing journey was a, I'm using quotations here, a crisis in my family of origin. And it really made me examine uh, how I wanted to live my life and, excuse me, and, um, you know, what I wanted for myself going forward. And from that time, I have just been accessing all kinds of resources and meeting all new kinds of people and um, modalities to really help me heal and, you know, create more of what I want from my own lifestyle. Yeah, I love that story. I mean, my in my training and exercise physiology, so much is just on the body and stuff happens to us. And 
you know, the only real solutions that I was exposed to was, um, you know, through diet, exercise, and medication. And now to hear that you are experiencing a, an area where someone was teaching you about the power of your mind and what we're doing with that, that's so awesome to hear that. Yes, it was, you know, I didn't believe him at first. In fact, I was mad. I mean, I told him, I'm like, mm. this is making me angry and frustrated. Like, I'm in pain. How do I not focus on the pain? Like, oh, do you know yeah. what it's like to be in pain? Like, um, and so it was, it was a, a paradigm shift. And I, I use that term a lot because it really, I had to shift my paradigm. I had to transform my thinking first and then everything else followed. Yeah, I love that acronym you, you said. It was, was it pay attention inside now? Yes. Wow, that's cool. That is, yeah, that is from um, a friend of mine that I've met along the healing journey here. Her name is Dr. Mel Krug, and she, she has a Inspire Life um, chiropractic in the Twin Cities here. Okay. And she was like, oh, Betsy, yeah, I, I mean, that's, I tell all my practice members, pain just means pay attention inside now. I was like, oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard it said that way before, and I really I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. I know. Yeah, for me, I needed to. I was kind of like, how, why am I not joyful? And I, here, I've created everything I had a vision for in my life, but then I wasn't uh, waking up joyful in the morning. And I just started really questioning, like, what is the stuff I'm feeling? What in what's the stuff I'm thinking? And realizing it's really um, like owning it like it's it's my emotions it's not really about anything anyone else is doing I need to check inside of me Mm -hmm. yeah that was powerful yeah same idea yeah so our title today is nurtured by nature and I love nature and (laughs) I love you know making sure we're nurtured and tell us about you know nurtured by nature Yes. So speaking of healing, um, this is, so this is going to be a two day retreat, one night, two days, one night under the stars. We say you can uh, bring your RV, you can bring your tent, you can just lay out on the, you know, under the stars. It's going to be held at a, um, the yellow rose farm, which is an equine assisted healing horse farm. Oh, cool. Yes, and I've I've done um, sessions out there in the pasture with the horses, and what I've learned, uh, Lori, who owns the the farm, has taught that horses are um, they're really sensitive energetically, like because they have had to know um, when predators, like prey animals in general, are um, just really sensitive to energy. They have to know uh, what's happening around them at all times, and they have to be sensitive to when there's like predators around. So she was saying like horses can even tell if there was, um, you know, let's say a lion, that maybe doesn't seem like the right animal, but uh, (laughs) if, if there was a lion like out in the pasture or something, they would have to know if that lion's belly is full of food or not, because if it's full of food, then it won't come running up, you know, to attack mm-hmm. them. Yeah. But if it is, or if it isn't, then they better get running. So um, they just, they've had, they've evolved, you know, they've developed this really sensitive system. And so they can um, really help us like in this non-judgmental, right? You're like, you're in the pasture with a species that's different of your than from your own. Mm-hmm. And um, they can just, they can act as mirrors. They can act as metaphors. 
uh, for whatever it is, you know, you're going through and want to take a look at or heal with in life. So um, that's part of that experience that nurtured by nature. Mm-hmm. We're also so you're going to use the horses to work with, with the group? Yep, yep. So we'll go out into the pasture two different times. Okay. Um, with the horses, yep. And there's um, there's facilitators that, you know, will lead that part of it. I will just be participating along with the rest of This is a, it's a retreat that we have spots for 20 women. So mm-hmm. um, it's one that's kind of, you know, exclusive and uh, to that size of a group. And we'll also be doing, um, oh, I can never say it right. It's a Japanese forest walk that will be led by um, a woman who's certified in that practice. There's a Japanese name for it, but I'm going to butcher it. So I'm having to say it, but um, that sounds yeah. Yeah, that'll be in the, like a meditative walk in the forest in the morning. And then I will be doing some sessions around mindset and um, how to, how to really cultivate balance for ourselves. Again, this is uh, catered to women, especially I encourage the mamas out there. I'm a mom of two. And, you know, by that point of the summer, I start to feel just like burned out, you know, like I'm burning out, like I'm just running low energetically. Mm -hmm. So the idea is really to um, just get out in nature, connect with other women, because it can be isolating sometimes to be at home with kids. Yeah. uh, To, uh, to just really get grounded again, you know, just kind of tap into the earth and get, get grounded. Um, we're gonna do a fire, you know, a campfire at night and we have some special stuff planned around that. And um, and so really like we can just spend like one night and Tuesday, two days together, get nourished, nurtured by nature and then come back and really enjoy the rest of August. Oh, right. That sounds amazing. I love I love kind of retreats. I, ca- I guess I call them retreats where you can get away and it's not about, you know, traveling and seeing and doing all this, but to really go take that space and time to go within. Yes, absolutely. And I, you know, one of the things I teach now, because I mean, part of why I ended up in, in so much pain was that I was putting, you know, my paradigm was that I put everything else on the to-do list and me at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that's, you know, to be a good mom, to be a good wife, to be a good daughter, you know, like all that stuff. I had that, that idea of to be good essentially is to be last on the list. Right. Um, And what I found, what like the, another big paradigm shift for me was that if I didn't start to learn how to give myself permission to put myself at the top of the to-do list, I was going to burn out energetically or I was going to be like super crabby mom because I was in pain all the time or mm-hmm. I was going to like slip into a depression. Um, and so then I wouldn't be good for anybody. Right. But, so that's really like what I, you know, and I think it is still a paradigm shift for women. I, I think it, there, there are still some barriers in our thinking to break through. Um, and as I have, and like I, you know, as we do these retreats or just even, you know, immersion workshops together as women, it's like coming out of there, it's like, oh, oh, I feel so much like restored and like joyful, like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I have, I've connected with these other women and we kind of have, you know, this shared paradigm and this shared language. And so I also have support to continue to create my lifestyle in this way. That's, it's serving, it's filling up my cup 
right? And and so I can keep filling up all the, the cups, the energetic cups in our, in our, you know, of what we're carrying. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, as a mom, I experienced that where I'm just like, this is, this is way more like stressful and frustrating and just, you know, it's constant. I was a stay-at-home mom. I was also doing some work and things from home, but, you know, I wanted to be the primary giver for my kids, but I was like, oh my God, this is like the hardest thing I've ever done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I, yeah, I kind of had that awareness that if I'm going to be the best person that I can be for my kids, I have to kind of take care of myself first and you know, ask those questions like what's going on in me and what can I do to make it so that I can be more present and joyful with my family, like this family that I adore and I love and I want it to be fun and light and um, yeah, it's a shift. (laughs) It is. Well, no wonder we connected so well because yeah, it's just absolutely mirror everything you're saying. Yeah. So talk a little bit more about nature. And why, you know, I have my, what I feel about that, but let's hear from you, kind of your experience and why is nature so important for us and for our families? Yeah, well, I think it, um, I mean, there's a couple things that just being able to tap into, you know, feminine energy, feminine energy is like comes from mother earth. Um, And so I think, you know, we spend so much time in the boxes, right? Like, we go from our house box to our car box to our work box back into our car box back yeah. to our house box. Um, That's a good visual. All, <laughs> yes, and like uh, we, we like and when we're at work, so many of us are like doing spreadsheet boxes, right? And this is all very masculine energy, and it, mm. it's awesome. We need masculine energy. Uh, they both serve. It's it's like just the awareness of okay, where am I restoring? Where am I just able to be? Uh, and so often that is, that is in nature. And the other piece too, that I'm noticing more and more and, um, really kind of reveling in is when you talk about like transformation or growth, I'm just like, oh, nature is the metaphor or the example, uh, for how we do this. Like I, I, the, the rings of trees, you know, the, the cycle of growth, it's like, I've kind of watched myself and then the other people that I've worked with uh, through their growth process. I'm like, oh, this is just like tree rings. You know, it it doesn't, you know, stuff doesn't necessarily happen overnight. It's a process. It takes time. Mm -hmm. Um, We're in such a, you know, fast paced, quick fix culture that I think it's a great reminder for, no, this, you know, it's meant to be gradual. It, you know, as you um, connect deeply and um, really kind of commit to your own growth process, we have examples all around us of, of how that works naturally. And when you allow yourself to um, just kind of go at the pace that nature teaches us, uh, then it's like embedded really deeply. And like, we don't go backwards, you know, we don't have a tendency to go backwards then mm-hmm. if we just allow it to be a natural process that we see so much in, in nature. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I, I love how, how our growth is connected to nature and we can, we can see our growth in like the cycles of the season or 
um, I like images of spirals where it's kind of like we, we grow and we come back to the same place and we can see things in a new way and move through things, you know, more smoothly instead of with so much, you know, drama or chaos around, around those things, but it's a journey. It, it surely is. <laughs> um, so I was just thinking about kids and I remember I noticed when my kids were little, um, one time we got out of the car and almost as quickly as I opened the door, my son, he was three at the time. He's like, you're the birds. And I was like, oh my gosh, hear the birds. Like I, he, he brought me back to that like present moment where you're present and you can hear the birds instead of just like doing your thing, get the kids out of the car and get them inside, all of that. Um, it, it really was an awakening moment in a way to become present to that, that, you know, there's nature is all around us. It's gorgeous and it's amazing. And we have to be present to even be aware of it. Yes. I, yeah, absolutely. I just had that experience today. I was home and like, um, just, I don't kind of doing some business tasks and, you know, the dishes and the laundry and I was just kind of feeling like stressed out. And actually my body was actually starting to like, you know, send me some pain signals. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then we decided we were going to go to the beach and we got to the beach and it was just like, Oh, like, this is exactly what we need. I could just feel the decompression. Oh, nice. And just that reminder, like, yeah, exactly what you're talking about. It's just like, and sometimes it's so great to like, just let the kids lead the way because they, they'll likely lead you out to something that's going to be nourishing, like in, in nature like that. Right. Oh my gosh. That's so true. You're giving me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do feel that too. Yeah. Those days and we just, um, you know, don't really have a plan and all right, let's go to the beach. It's beautiful out and it's peaceful and it's fun and and freeing. And then I, f I find myself letting go of all the things that I think I should do or what's on that to-do list or what's next and all of those things that I can uh, easily get myself wrapped up in that take me out of just the joy and beauty of the present moment. Yeah, absolutely. That, and, and that is such a big shift too, is I, I was like a go, I was like a type A, like go, 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 do, do, yeah. do. Didn't feel good until I crossed things off the to-do list. Mm. And I, it's been such a, like, I'm do, I do so much better at just like, um, letting, like not being defined by the to-do list by go, like learning how to go slow to go fast. So oh. it's like, if I just back, when I realize that that's what I'm just doing is driving, driving forward energy. And especially if things are not like, you know, clicking or aligned or ha like happening smoothly or easily I'm like oh just back off just back off of it <laughs> and slow down I mean sometimes maybe it's just like go take a nap mm -hmm. uh whatever it is and then and come back to it later and then when I come back to it later I'm much more likely to like do it joyfully or um have it go much more smoothly have it just flow and I feel like it's because I um I just took the time to like, let it be. Mm -hmm. And that's so often, you know, what nature can offer is like getting out into that space to just remind like, oh, that's right. There is a whole big, beautiful world out here that, you know, I can access at any time. Yeah, that's so true. I love that. And I feel like it helps us be more inspired, like tapping into that part of our 
um, ourselves that is inspired and creative instead of like, we have to figure it all out. And what, a, you know, that um, yes. force instead of like, just like we can truly flow. I mean, that, it's a hard place to get to if we're a control freak in any way, but right. <laughs> it's, it's the practice. <laughs> yes. It is. It's like, it's, it's like any other skill. It can, it can be cultivated in practice. It just, we just sometimes need practice. Yeah. <laughs> and so what are you, tell a little bit about what are your favorite tools or practices that you've put in place to help you kind of come into this more peaceful, connected, um, joyful place within your life? Yes. So I had, a, I've been doing yoga for a long time. Um, pretty consistently so that is one place where I kind of am able to do the mind body spirit um you know restorative experience Mm -hmm. um and that really taught me to just like listen to my body um and then doing a meditation every day uh sometimes I like you know just like lay down and do a guided meditation Sometimes I do a walking meditation. So um, like every, pretty much every morning I get up and do even a five minute walk, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, between five and 20 minute walk. And sometimes I listen to just like the sounds of nature. And sometimes I'm listening to kind of a guided um, talk. And I found that that when I was kind of in some of my lower places, it was like, or like I would wake up anxious or something. Um, I it was just like up and out, like Betsy, you've got to just get up and out, you know, like do not just lay and like ruminate about this stuff again in your mind, you know? Um, and so it's like, I didn't even allow myself. I just had to tell myself that up and out. Like I had my shoes by my bed and it was just like, and I found, I started with five minutes cause you know, it was in the morning, the kids are here, everybody's got to get going. And it was like, I have, I have to be able to carve out at least these five minutes. And I found that even five minutes, I noticed it was a noticeable difference that by the time I got back to my house, I was like, I had that much more of a positive outlook for the rest of the day. Cool. Yeah. So I've been, so now I do, you know, up like to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like the phrase circulation is the key to the universe. That's like one um, that's been very inspiring to me. Like, don't just like let that energy sit there and stagnate, like just circulate it, move it. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's, that's been one. And then um, there's a, there's a woman's group that I have been part of for like three years now. And we, it's a, it's a virtual call. So we call in from various parts of the country and we've been doing that. I've been doing that for three years every week. And it just occurred to me, I mean, that has been such a huge part of my transformation and growth process. And I, it's kind of one of those things that has become so routine that, you know, I don't even realize I'm doing it, but that's one of the areas of life where I've built in that consistency and that support structure that it's a place I can, I know I can always, it's like a soft place to land. And, um, I'm just, I just reflected recently on how valuable that's been. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes we can just be like, well, I do this thing every week, but um, to reflect and really realize how powerful that is in our lives to have those consistent practices or groups or connections. It's cool. 
Yeah, absolutely. So if someone wanted to, because we were talking about the mind and how, how you practiced, you know, using your mind to heal and shift in your body. If someone wanted to start something like that, what would you recommend? Um, incantations are a very easy thing to just start, like getting a sense of, of what it means to like rewire your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so like one of my favorite, in- the first incantation I did consistently was from the book, The Big Leap. It was when I leapt into entrepreneurship and um, uh-huh. it was, let me see if I can remember it. Um, I expand in love, success, and abundance each and every day as I inspire those around me to do the same. And so I would just say that over and over like 10, 20 times. And that one I actually did on my five minute walk. So I would walk and I would say that and I would have my arms, you know, out, heart open, arms out. Mm-hmm. My neighbors probably thought I was nutty, but. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares what anyone thinks? <laughs> yeah. But getting the, you know, saying the words, so getting them in my mind, um, having movement, so getting into my neural networking in a deeper way, I could feel like it was like um, enough of a, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, It was enough impact in my system that I could feel like, oh, this is powerful. Like this stuff might really work. Mm. And so I, that's always just like an easy, these are, this is something I take um, people around and we, we do incantations together, walking incantations. And that's what, one of the things I've heard that um, people continue to do, because it's, you know, it's just easy enough that you can get out and, and do this yourself at any time, like on a lunch break from work or, you know? Yeah. And typically we're not um, using our words and thoughts in such a powerful way. We're kind of just going, you know, um, not really unaware of what we're doing. And so much of it can be just negative and make us more stressed and things versus I find, I find that so um, powerful and empowering to tell ourselves a new story. Can you say that incantation that you shared? Uh, Can you say that one more time? Yes. Um, I expand in love, success, and abundance each and every day as I inspire those around me to do the same. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the power of our words is, is uh, something that's not talked about too much, you know, but, you know, the research is showing that it affects our words, affect our immune system and our neural pathways and everything. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It, it is. It's how we program ourselves. And usually, you know, I usually draw a stick figure and it's like the thoughts, it's like usually they like, you have a thought it kind of goes in and then it goes flying out, you know, the other side of your head. Like, it's just like, um, you just, yeah, you have these unconscious thoughts and you don't put much intention into them. And so what incantations do is they really like, like, you know, a thought goes in and it stays, it sticks. And it's a thought that you want <laughs> to stay and stick. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it's, it can override our usual, you know, our default yes stuff that we've been using for the last however many years we've been around we can re recreate that and tell ourselves something new yes because dang that brain I mean it was designed to help us survive right but not necessarily to make us happy unless we figure out how to you know 
be its master, then then we can teach it how to make us happy. Yeah, so true. And so I loved hearing like about your background and everything you've, you know, studied and been involved in. Is there anything, you know, any last thoughts you'd like to share with the listeners from your background or um, your teaching? Sure. Um, I think it's just, um, if you're looking for your own, you know, if you have a opening in your own life or you're feeling stagnant and you're looking for to transform some part of your life or your whole, the whole enchilada, um, (laughs) to just, you know, notice the things that really, like when you look back, like I just did a lot of connecting the dots and I didn't really, you know, see how my path was um, unfolding until I kind of like look back and I'm like, oh yeah, I can connect all these dots. Um, and, and just like remembering the path unfolds as you walk it. So you might have to kind of take some risks or get outside of your comfort zone and just trust that things, that the dots are going to keep connecting. And, um, and so just noticing, like I, as I went through my journey, I just kind of noticed, okay, I've had these life experiences. What have I really loved? And what have I really hated? And that it just made it a whole lot clearer of, you know, what to continue to put more energy in that I wanted to move towards and what I preferred to let go of. And um, it's just such a, it's such a fascinating time to be alive. I I was saying to um, somebody on my team, I mean, the technology that has allowed us access to, you know, our mind and our body and how this all works, like, we really can move, we're at a point where we can move beyond just survival really into thriving. And there's tools and strategies and examples for how to do this. Like we really can just replicate what other people are doing. And, um, and you know, if, if a mom in River Falls, Wisconsin in chronic pain, you know, working part-time and raising her kids part-time can learn how to do this, like anybody can. Awesome. That's so true. I always say that if I can do this, anyone can. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's so powerful. And, you know, for the mompreneurs out there, like mompreneur is a really new thing, right? Like this is, this is kind of the cutting edge for women. Um, It's like we went from, you know, mothers mostly at home, women mostly working from home to, you know, being out in the workforce and now like really, kind of leading in the workforce and that's that's um that's kind of leading the pack and so just making sure that we're supporting each other and accessing the you know the supports that we need I think is vital yeah because it's a it can be demanding on women because we take on so much around our children and we take on so much around work and our extended family and everything exactly yeah yeah we're like the hub we're the hub (laughs) of a lot of (laughs) life yeah, so our, our nurturing ourselves is so important. Any final comments you want to share about your nature, um, nurtured by nature workshop you have coming up? Uh, we mostly we would just love to you know have you join us and support you on your healing journey and um, yeah, just encourage you if you're interested in it to get on and register because again for this one there's only spots for twenty. Okay. Oh, it sounds amazing. And how would uh, the listeners get more information about that and to connect with you and learn more about how you might be able to support them in their journey? 
Sure. Uh, so you can follow me on, you know, social media. So Instagram is Betsy Kepke and my Facebook page is, um, I'm under Betsy Kepke coaching. Uh, and then my website is www. or yeah. Betsy K coaching.com. And there's like a free ebook on there as well as there's information about the nurtured by nature workshop and then the other um, workshops that we have coming up. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Betsy. It was awesome to have you on and to connect with you more. Thank you. It was great to be here. You're welcome. Hey, listeners, my new book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You is now on Amazon. Chapter by chapter, this book will help you free the mind, free the body, free you, free others, free our intuition, and so on. My hope is that it speaks to your soul and helps you heal and become free from the inside out. And I have an app that will support you on your journey to inner healing and radiance. It is free to download and you can subscribe for more features, including my daily recreators, power words for retraining your mind, and get special, no special push notifications from me with quotes and other messages for your healing journey. For the links to download and subscribe, you can go to rachelapp.com. With that, remember to rev recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. This is the EWN Podcast Network.